Welcome to my lovely IHP community. Today's channeled guidance is going to be a little bit special. We're going to use a story for those of you who are functional adults, and that means you have only a 5D mindset at this point. So there are no enemies, there are just friends and people who are either adults or not adults. And so in these stories, what we have are authentic and transparent conversations about emotions. Doesn't mean that all people in the story are adults for that matter. But let us use that which we know in order to support those of you who do want to move into adulthood. When you choose to lead life in a way that allows your higher potential to take place, the first thing that you'll notice is how you're feeling about the situation. And that would lead you to definitely keep in mind how to talk and or how to try to talk about something. So the people who actually take it upon themselves to let their own idea of what it means to be a male or a female or a non-gender, right? So I'm talking about the full expression of you. So when people are able to feel confident, and that means to know that we are imperfect and flawed, but that we are unconsciously loved by our self first and foremost, and then also to equate the activity of those who handle us not as loving or not loving because if they're in their biological rudeness they are not loving which means they're not in their social engagement system so they're in a uh, state of defense mode which means they're not in a equanimous state they will not be able to be grown up with you they will be their adaptive child with you which would be their belief system, politically, societally, religiously, whatever it is, okay? So I'll use me as that lovely solo poly, and here's where it's a very good one to use because people will consider polyamory as, one, promiscuity, uh, meaning sex when it doesn't. Also, there are different ways that people within the community themselves define what it means. So solo poly is your, your primary partner. You do not seek to establish a foundation of a household with other people necessarily or not. You know how to work with your own life and lead yourself to what you like and what you don't like. And people are a bonus, they're a plus, and there's more than one person that you will find that you love in a way that equates special relationship, not necessarily physical, can be a platonic friendship, a little bit more than a friendship, can be romantic, so again, this is where the polyamory spectrum, you ask the person, the person can explain, the individuals who hear polyamory, they give it a blanket statement, even the community itself, you'll find that if you don't have flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable minds, so if you don't have adults, integration of the mind is for a functional adult and a self, a human being who's in their 
wholeness. And so that means they know how to be equanimous with you. They know how to maintain a sense of composure. Now, I'm going to say this. When it's personal, that's where things get more challenging. What does this mean? When you care to be accepted for who you are. That's because you're seeking to be seen, to be soothed, and to be told it's safe for you to be you. When you are your own self in wholeness, independently from that message or not, you will, if you're a person who unconsciously loves your own self with your flaws and imperfections, you will speak a truth. Nervous, you will speak the truth because you care about ensuring that you and another and or group have the ability to see eye to eye. That's what it means to be vulnerable. That's what it means to be grown up, nervous or not. In the years that I've had personally, it's very easy. There's only very few moments of my life that I would say were challenging. And if anything, I will pinpoint, but I I choose to disengage from pinpointing as we've moved way beyond the necessity for me to pinpoint anything. But um, what I can tell you as I remain vague is that even in the moments of those aspects, every time any one of us is presented with interacting with our loved ones, we are being presented the opportunity to become more conscious and more conscious means more loving. So for those who have shame to dissolve this defectiveness illusion and to become their actual self, and that's because they can acknowledge the feeling of fear, loneliness, disconnect for what it is. It's in their own heart. It's a broken, shattered, fear, agitated, and destabilizing feeling that a person would have. It can be a tsunami, but again, an aware person. So self-awareness equates you're mindful of yourself, equates I know emotions are rising. I know I'm getting in a state of upset destabilization. I am in the presence of others. I will speak of these aspects. I'm being emotionally triggered right now. I actually am right now frazzled. I don't know what to do right now. I feel very upset right now. And while people who don't understand themselves will choose to think that they have no other choice the truth is i've walked many people through moments and they always had a choice that the experts somatic sensory mode and trauma will talk about structural dissociation and i am again a person who's aware of these these same individuals when in those moments have spoken the words no no i am and i was and i am consciously making a choice therefore this is where one wants to take ownership of that which one does not know of when one still is taking ownership i am aware that i am actually actively trying to hurt another person's feelings but i don't mean it for real now the somatic sensory motor and trauma experts explain why this is not an active choice. The body is under a threat. Their activities are actual transference and emotional triggers. And from that, 
knowledge one can stand in the face of someone who's explaining something like that. Maintain compassion, and here's your 5DC in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group person. And so you will hear the words that are being spoken, but you will acknowledge and understand that what you are dealing with and what has been just taken place will be a suffering of another person, a adaptive child, a charged state of transference. Yeah, it's something not pleasant, but it's something that a person is not actually able to control their ownership is an illusion and they're justifying, in fact, their unresolved trauma, their attachment wound trigger their safety behavior. They're justifying their adaptive child because they're allowing themselves to say, no, no, I'm right and you're not. No, no, I'm the one who's correct and you're not. No, 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 here's what I'm going to tell you you're going to do or here's what I'm going to tell you is correct. No, whatever you're saying does not matter. Let me twist and turn it. And okay, so this is where when we have those aspects, as my lovely teachers have shared more and more times as a mentor, what you can note is your body. So when people move into their expansion, what happens is softness takes place between the communication. And so they become more open. Their adaptive child actually leans into their inner child because the person is actually using the exchange. Wow, I've been seen, I've been sued, I've been heard, I'm having an exchange. Okay, so when your emotions are in the mix and people are adults, there's not the rigidity that arises. There is the let's talk about these emotions. Even if it gets passionate, it's still talking. So there's the equation that I just described, which is not two people talking, by the way. When someone gets into specific modalities where it's attacking you, uh, judging you, or there's just all this energy, and there's attack and judgment and um, not something that is a dialogue, but a list of items where they're criticizing, they're making blunt, straightforward statements. These are all adaptive children who are basically stating, I'm in control, and I want to maintain control, and here are my parameters, the Zen traditional story with that master and the compulsive thief, and the master telling the disciples, no, your conditions don't matter, we are going to continue to have the compulsive thief in our group, this is because that person is actually an individual who in time can dissolve that defectiveness, shame, through being completely unconditionally loved. Compassion beyond reason. The disciples are the adaptive children, and those would be groups. So back to solo poly. Within the group of the polyamory community, if you find anybody who's rigid and wanting to be fixed with their stuff, or even in religious monogamous communities of people who want to make blanket statements. Now, in the group, there are ways that people who are actually able to be confident, they can accept the words of others because of confidence, meaning I chose something because I embody it and I stand in favor of presenting this side and I understand that others will have different opinions on it. It is called understanding that others have different opinions about something. And it is, yes, not necessary for them to meddle 
and to right decide for others but that doesn't matter meaning there's no reason to get agitated this level of equanimity is chosen by a person who commits themselves to become their grown-up again and again and again it is not something that you get overnight because it is only through those actual exchanges and you know we don't actually have that many for those of us who surround ourselves with open-minded people i should specify that so when you are an individual who does not lead life with a defectiveness button you will not accept any type of attack criticism or judgment that goes into a sphere of um, constant unfriendliness and that's where it just is very straightforward the only reason people do allow personal aspects to take place within the mystical community that is because of the whole illusion and the way they talk about stories so when i see the relationship coaches for twin flames i know that finally some are talking about personal development so that's a good thing but i always keep thinking of the fact that there does not need to be this whole idea that one's a runner and a chaser because that's just giving people a good excuse to be in a relationship where someone doesn't know how to talk and the other one does and what are you what are we doing what is this so when it comes to any type of relationship there's two choices you can grow and talk or not that's it and the minute that there's not growth but there's continuous shutdown and there's continuous rigidity we all know what that means now it doesn't mean it's fun because again we love each other as people but it's something that grown-ups can easily accept and learn to exist with in time because when you have what is called a self that is empowered on your own you're not going to feel that you have been rejected by someone or something that feeling of rejection only stems from those who feel defective and need to be felt worthy by their society the shame cycle again the ones who don't need to feel validated by society it means my loved ones can reject me my heart will be sad it will not be broken it's a muscle i will learn how to accept that which i do not like because i can't there is no worth to the name of you there is you and that is all and the, that is all is that every day you breathe you do work you have other loved ones your life is more than just one human being or a group of people this is a differentiated self and you don't need to actually label any of those people toxic or names and cancel and go off on that tangent either those are all adaptive children not self-empowered people and so 5d 5dc relationships functional adults and love language what happens is acceptance and softness and laughter so what we get to meet are people who get curious about our mysticism for those of us who are mystics and people who want to learn more about our emotions and that's in ways that are actually supportive and kind and constant 
that's because when you meet people who are whole, they have their own actual drives and interests and their wholeness. So when two and or more people are a complete self and they're functional adults, because I'm telling a story of functional adults, the relationships are genuine and they're genuine because there's purely an enjoyment of each other and a day-to-day enjoyment at that. And moderation is always part of the equation, but one can note that when we do accept each other and then we're intrigued and excited for each other and there is something that calls you to each other, that's the part um, that no one can really, you know, mask or hide away because this is where the 24 hours are 24 hours. And the fun fact, here's a fun fact for my enlightenment soul age group, by the way. So it's if you're maintaining a constant enlightenment vibration, so you consistently are enamored with life every day. Solo poly again, I'm going to use that one for my lovely enlightenment 5D mystics because you would be in this realm due to having more than one twin flame and soulmates, or even if you have only one twin flame, you'll have soulmates. So you will understand love in the infinite of it and more than one special uh, situation for you and so not because it's an orientation or a type of lifestyle because you could have a monogamous relationship right now but when I say this I mean a way of handling your likes and your relationships as an independent person who's consistently built the exact life you've always wanted so you find yourself with all that you've always wanted, okay? And that's a very specific, again, definition for only some people, and it's the ones who come from the love cycle primarily and have moved into their 5DC enlightenment, so age group. But an average day-to-day functional adult will still be a person who consistently is in a state of love, happy with who they are, they are empowered and enjoying enriching their life with people that are enriched. And so enrichment, enrichment equates a fun day and a fun and more. And when you only have those 24 hours, you can better bet that there's not wanting less of it. There's wanting more of it, but more of it meaning to consistently build the connection, to consistently build the engaging within each other's lives and to consistently build living moments that are shared together. Okay, so when people have been following that self, and right now we are in a unique time, there's a bunch of different energies about. What I've noticed throughout the years of Ascension and the different speakers that are out there is that the individuals who are happy with where they're headed understand what it means to be patient. They understand how to support the energy and uh, they understand how to talk about it in a way that inspires and supports people who get a little bit bummed out about stuff so they'll be doing real talk you know saying it doesn't uh, take one day for you to build a community if you believe in what you're doing you keep building they don't sell you the snake oil stuff they don't give you the uh, constant, uh, what is it, you know, perfect timing, perfect timing bit. There's a very big difference when you meet functional adults. They know that 
life is you investing time so that you may bring forth the results you want to see and that it is not about luck it's actually about your activating yourself some people will say and allow themselves to understand that for some it can be more challenging because of their surroundings but again there's conversations the high spirit of a 5d person is what i'm trying to share with you the functional adult is an integrated mind a restorative embodied self or a person who moves towards their optimal inner well-being because of knowing how to navigate their nervous system and their brain the mind so you move into mindfulness mindset mind sifting and you're navigating ventral vagal social engagement every day you move into that chemistry when i began learning about 5d i did wonder why some people manifested things and others didn't and i recognized that some people choose different soul age groups and then i recognized that those same people focused on their life in a way that didn't involve their humanity their life life it only involves the stories of atlantean and lemurians and you know archangels and only i'm an anointed one i'm a witch i'm a king from this i'm you know all these things so in that respect i was like okay well it makes sense that they're going to manifest because they're choosing what has value so like one person that i'll never forget when experiencing the moment of finding reconnective healing specifically they attributed finding the love of their life to that because it is something that aligns you to your ultimate destiny so it's uh, 10 times they say it's 10 times reiki so as a reiki practitioner and also as someone who's had reconnective healing and i have a book that i was able to put into practice so i'm self taught but i don't put it into practice as much however when i read the book and when i do tap into it it definitely is a different feel than when i'm using reiki and the energy is the same though it is only about mindset which makes a huge difference of course because there's a whole science for the people who build those methodologies and when i say science i know some would say it's not but there's a structure so they build it with a structure It's like when I walk into a church or when I pray with someone even though I'm not only in one area anymore I'm in all subject areas and so for me prayer is a subject area it's not a belief it's something that it's a practice and I love prayer I love when I'm with people who want to pray because their energy is full of this love that I recognize as Jesus and as you know something beautiful and it's a different one it's like with the honopono when i did that the minute i did the honopono i could feel the presence of all that stood behind it when you learn about energy and consciousness like sabine says she says energy you know can't be destroyed and even if they hypothetically thought of two ways that maybe one has been disproven and i forget the other one so the 5d mystic in the enlightenment soul age group will have a relationship with this energy and that's what personally i began to note the difference was for example this one individual who got all these things basically they really just got one human being they wanted to find the one 
and they found the one and they said oh it's because of my reconnective healing and it aligned me to my ultimate destiny and i'm like okay uh one person your ultimate destiny but that's not it they also continue to pursue in fact they're holistic and that realm is what they're in and they're definitely in a 4d realm because there's only a certain group of people that they take note of as important and truthful yada 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 not all information that's a side note and i'm trying to break things down so you can differentiate as well none of these are better or worse it's just a difference but a person who's in a 5d spectrum is not going to believe in one thing alone as an attributing factor to something that you're actually participating in day in and day out you're the one who creates your story so people around you they create their story too they make choices we, we don't actually think of love as one person or as one belief system and even if you begin life as a teenager, as a kid, right, with that idea, anyone can begin life with an idea, even as families change, meaning we have mom, mom, dad, dad, right, we have polyamory families, so we have that type of structure, we are changing, and even with all these changes, what you want to remember is that people are used to having something specific when we begin life is where i'm wanting to go right now so alloparenting okay we have this uh, ability to know our attachment system we all have one as mammals uh, that we will have more than one important figure in our life so there's the primary caregivers and then there's others so at least five or six something like that is what the attachment researchers say which is also why polyamory can work for people um the part about attachment <clears throat> that's where it's different though because for some people they need to attach to each other securely and that's where you will find the uh, insecurities of the self affect those relationships so if we want to stay within the realm of 5d what i'm going to say is a person who's 5d is a secure attachment individual who is not going to seek to attach externally so while we will have our family of origin as our attachment figures so parents and siblings and we will note that we will create a differentiated self immediately anyways from that and as we move into our adult life we will also be differentiated which is why the solo poly again not all people are in this state because not all people began their life with a love cycle of yeah i'm imperfect it's uh okay i can continue to be who i am and when it came to the teenage years which is where we have a pruning process and then we choose our attachment figures from our peer group those who were already established in having a relationship with the self and so thoughts and emotions navigating it with equanimity and so when those first experiences began of heartbreak and you know people backing out and all these other things that we see today people still dealing with for the people who have a secure attachment and then use equanimity and have love so we're imperfect not flawed in a way that is defective imperfect normal there's not this oh i was rejected now i'm so upset 
and I can't believe that I was rejected and I create a group, okay? Trying to break it down in a way that gives you an idea of how a person who is their own agent will not react when things go differently with those people that they are beginning to look to as attachment figures. The ones who instead at those age and with those experiences take it as rejection and then there's a either self-aggrandizement or self-limitation. So there's a shame, a defectiveness reaction to it. They have a different way. So when they pretend that it's okay, here's where we find mechanisms of self-soothing, which don't lead people to actually tend to the emotion necessarily, but to suppress it. And suppressing it doesn't mean they actively think they're doing it. They might just say, ah, I'm going to go drink it off or tonight I'm going to go get distracted. Some, no, I'm going to go have sex with somebody else tonight because that way I'm going to fill that void. Okay. And those are ways that people don't recognize they're not processing the emotion that just took place within them, the situation, and moving into being able to transcend that very experience in a way that moves from adaptive child or anyways child emotion, if you will, immature, insecure, we can call it many different things, to adult higher self. If you actually use your entire mind in that moment, you take a look at the thoughts, you take a look at the emotions, you use inner growth, you use equanimity, and you allow yourself to know, well, of course, I'm upset right now, I just got rejected, but it has nothing to do with me needing to define myself as perfect or imperfect, okay? So here's why if someone insults any person, and in this case, even for me, if there's insults or teasing or aspects that people have completely different views on there's an ability to be able and speak about it and even if there's hurt feelings the adults can say so i will say of course i can i'm i can be hurt of course i'm upset of course i'm frustrated of course i'm uh, mad i'm up again we use our words and we don't use the emotion against the person we can talk about things when you have the ability to talk about your emotions with respect to other people, it's because you understand that they don't owe you anything. So you don't owe me to have to believe in mysticism, reconnective healing, Reiki. No, you don't owe any of that. You're a listener. You can leave and come as you go. You can enjoy. You don't have to enjoy the individuals in our life that works the same way when you have a secure attachment body so when you're your own safe haven and your own safe base you're independent emotionally and mentally you can present those emotions to your loved ones and it's not something that you find hard to move into equanimity it's only i would say not even hard uh it's more than anything, a bit annoying to meet more and more adaptive children as you move into your adulthood. So for the 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, it is about handling people who don't um, recognize that their emotions are getting the best of them. Because most people, if they're adaptive children, they don't really care about the story anyway, so they don't want to get to know you. There won't be a way for anything to get out of hand. What does that mean? When we are functional adults and we're in a room, and see, Sadhguru talks about it as a transformational leader. I just talk about it as a person being able to be in a room. 
where you're attuning to the environment and you'll notice if people are getting pissy or not and you'll notice what the most ideal situation is to do which is not to get people more pissy because that would create an unnecessary scene and it would create an uncomfortable situation now the people who think that uncomfortable is good are the same ones who have not yet reached their level of maturity emotionally so they will need that experience and they will probably bring about that experience and they can bring about whatever experience they want that's what an adaptive child will do they will not care about the room they will make it about themselves and their agenda and they will talk about why they're right and want to control the situation so when those things happen again they won't be in a state of engaging with you socially they don't know that you exist you don't matter in that moment at all no you you're not really there only they're there like the two-year-old so whether you are actively looking to try and do something or not the only part that is something they notice and that's only if they have the illusion and the idea of thinking that people want to manipulate them which has happened they will use the word manipulation they will use the word you use words and manipulate words they will actually even indicate you are trying to make up excuses so when people start to get uncomfortable and they don't want to actually converse this is the adaptive child again they get more rigid and so here's why an adult will notice that will allow themselves to continue to try to engage in communication to bring in ease and peace that might be successful that might not even if it's not what we have is really one individual who's going to get upset and another individual who is also potentially upset but in different ways one is upset because you know another is angry and the people who are in that angry box by the way um what they don't understand for those of us who are in the not angry box we might be in a sad box so for all we know we could be crying okay and it's not something that makes us necessarily mad as you move into again the empowerment of you so what's the beauty of our oversoul let me share with you this one the beauty of our oversoul is that because we know of their actual ability to help us expand we are always aware and, and when i say we i'm talking about the 5d mystic in the enlightenment soul age group the love cycle people we have the energetic imprint knowing uh, the people who come out of defectiveness i've talked to many of them they don't know when i say energetic imprint and i tell them about what i see and what i've noticed and how i notice things they said no i don't know that stuff what i know xyz dfg and what the thing is is they will be of service to others and that's because they will think either that they're better than others or that they are there to heal others and that that's their mission so the limitation would be i'm here to be of service to another and that's because that's my duty and my so you will find that people who don't become their empowered self they are like the child who scans others and the self to make sure the environment stays at ease so it's the child who's going to make sure mommy and daddy don't get mad and or i'm going to get mad myself and protect myself from mommy and daddy and from the external and let me show you who rules and in these cases this is never 
anything that a 5dc person is going to get involved in uh, because we don't do that type of stuff we will just notice there's emotions involved and we'll look to silence it that's where um, wisdom is it's in the silence between people because that allows no energy to be exchanged and that's where it's better because at the end of the day contributing to the planet is not about gossip which is what interaction between people like that is we want to vote we want to create conversations that are productive educational we want to uh, lead our leaders to places we do not need to get involved in dynamics that involve people's emotions and if anything since the episodes are for personal development in fact it's all about if you learn how to use your mouth and communicate or not honestly it's not uh yelling that's going to contribute to the world the world has enough people yelling uh what is contributing to the world are the educated individuals who actually easily have moved into their maturity because they chose to make a difference in all people's lives in a positive way not just their agenda so when people get pissy they only have their agenda and they don't look at that agenda and they don't say, I can speak about my agenda with calmness, for example, and respect another person's agenda. For example, just saying, um, when we build nice relationships, it's because people have confidence. So let me move into that. There's not enough people who have true confidence from their heart. And so they get very rigid and defensive when it comes to any type of belief system that doesn't um, match whatever it is that they believe in. And they begin to get very whiny about stuff. And right now we have a lot of different topics that people get whiny about. Um, the topics are serious, don't get me wrong. The yelling is not necessary. And that's something that for the longest time... I know a lot of people who actually think it is. <laughs> I'm like, okay, if you say so, I'm pretty sure that what's happening is not happening because of yelling. It's that we now have a lot of different uh, methodologies to hear each other and we get to hear more voices than not. When I see laws passing and governments doing things, it's in the same structure that it has always been. So to make a change, we must allow ourselves to participate within our systems the conversations are what the five educators are trying to get people to do at this point and <clears throat> it's very funny communication um, throat chakra must be really working this uh, month we're on yeah there's some special energies around so side note for my lovely mystics that's another one it's always fascinating when I see the recurring themes and how they move into new spectrums for our lovely planet and for people. So when it comes to the oversoul, you know, people peeking out their heads, people being able to love each other more, others instead they're joining their groups and isolating themselves and some are getting together and having a little bit more fun and uh, the challenges are not actually... Uh, boring they're very loving and uh, interesting the individuals who've moved into the desire to be themselves they're finding a lot of inner peace although the external might be a little bit destabilized because their inner world is calm they're able to move forward with uh, acceptance of themselves and of what's happening so here's patience 
that's where I was going with the at the beginning. We learn patience because we learn essentially that becoming the adult version of yourself all deals with how you handle that charge state, those emotions. And for some people, this feels boring, by the way. That's why there's other soul age groups, and that's why 3D, 4D. I thought it would not keep moving forward, but it does. And I've understood exactly why. So for me, for example, my loved ones are my most prizeful things. I mean, what would life be without your loved ones? And living that mundane is my most precious gift and leaving something for people to be able to be themselves. So this is where the IHP content and obviously online marketing clients, I love to work with my clients. So all that is personal is what is usually going to be the most important for those who are self-actualized because we build our relationships in a meaningful way and we build our life in a meaningful way. The people who move into this realization, their life gets lighter in time because, again, they find inner peace and they surround themselves with the people that they love. What also is nice, though, is contributing and expanding conversation for topics that are of importance, but not groups. The separation of groups is something that is not bringing people together. It is something that voices important topics that people who are experts are actually working towards bringing together. And I would say right now is where we are going to start seeing more 5D voices. And so more of those like, you know, middle, if you will, who have something to share. And it is about bringing together differences and not yelling at each other, like with polyamory and with um, different family dynamics and with uh, the part about gender and sex, for example, and also countries and our actual environment and although people continue to look to the past and say but they already knew this the conspiracy didn't do this the big corporations didn't do that so there's those groups of people who continue to focus on that element and area the ones of us who are trying to get into the middle now i don't do politics so i don't get into that but i've seen the 5d educators who are actually participating because of their network in good important conferences and bringing to our leaders bringing to our structure that which needs to be seen the part of resistance and the ways that some of the leaders in some of the countries speak does not matter meaning they're not dominating they're not going to keep staying in those positions one story for example in uh, italy i saw this uh, article where in rome the senator, fine, the senator, not fine, well, yeah, finally, so Rome has the Vatican, okay, and this is one of my friends uh, who was sharing about the LGBTQTI, so it's a positive note for the Italians who have the Vatican here, and they blame the Vatican, I, I would say, when I look at America, we have similar issues, so I don't think the Vatican has anything to do with it, it's just people aren't really fond of change, and this uh, senator, I think is the word, he basically signed the adoption papers of a child that is of a same-sex couple. 
and there was like a complaint about it or something like that uh, the the leader is like ah we you know we're not going to accept it and or something along the lines of even though the senator approved it this the entire state didn't however long story short these are the actions that the politicians who are open-minded are going to start taking so whether the system wants to immediately accept or not it is happening and while some people remain skeptical because they're just too used to saying it's never going to happen it takes forever to happen here's where italians americans i'm bicultural they both say the same things and when i've been to france which is where i also lived for a while or spain any person that i've ever met from all other countries they always have same stuff to say oh it never does anything never does that so uh, long story short people who don't grow up they only have complaints they only see that nothing ever changes and ones of us who are grown-ups no we see the changes the ones who are resisting the changes because they don't like that, they're actually voicing that they think the changes are horrible and we're now down the slope and, you know, it's because they don't like that the traditional family is not what is being supported. These are the same individuals who, when they hear solo poli, they think, oh, so what, you go fucking everyone? And it's like, no, you obviously have no idea of anything, but hey, let me enlighten you if you'd like and if I don't, I won't. Some people will have said, why would you bother using this when you acknowledge that people will assume things? And I said, how do you expect to create education if you don't use things that people don't know and don't enlighten them? Why not create conversations that tap into more information than what a person has access to? It doesn't matter if people ridicule us. The part about when you actually are empowered is that you do not feel ridiculed due to the fact that you're not trying to prove you're right. That's the adaptive child's world. When you know what you're doing, you're actually simply sharing, which is very different. So you're not being ridiculed. Somebody doesn't know what you're talking about and they will have different ways that they will address it. This is why when I've heard of people gossiping, because of being you know a mystic in my dreams obviously people will have gossiped and said things i read cards i also uh, have learned how to read coffee cups and i talk about the full moon and the new moon and astrology and i do tarot all these aspects make me the quote-unquote weirdo in a good way uh, the ones who actually think of me as a demon that's that's sad because that's not what i am but i understand it so I don't take offense when things like that happen because that's what self-empowerment is. It's knowing that you stand behind something because you do and some don't know anything about it and they can use bad words. I use plenty of curse words and they can think that those are words that mean something. They only are an indication of the level of ignorance that a person will present to me because if there's one thing a true adult does in a conversation, especially if they want to consider themselves intellectually in any way, shape, or form savvy, and I was a teenager when I started learning how not to get all pissy because, hey, how am I going to negotiate? I did political science as my major and my bachelor's, and I knew I'd be potentially presented with all kinds of things, so I was going to need to learn how to take insults. And still this day, I learn how to take insults and I, I would say I've done a pretty good job and I hope to keep on doing a better job at it 
And more than anything, what I like to actually be able to do is to have conversation versus uh, disengage from it. And so when somebody will misrepresent what a solo poly is, I will say, are you curious? Because I can explain to you my version of it. And then I can also tell you there's other aspects of it for other people. And I can also just talk to you about the fact that I get where you're coming from. But you know, some of us, we have just different ways that we feel about love and stuff like that. It's always going to be a conversation for those who are not egoic because we don't have a sensitive ego not because we don't have an ego we all have an ego but those who have a sensitive ego don't actually know how to use their words so to end this lovely conversation when I actually had this one moment in my life I did not think this human being would be able to stoop with what happened and I lost all this is something that I, I won't ever forget because I had been told about the potential for those who educate you to want to manipulate and have you be their follower, basically. And so that some people who do conduct roles, they want sheep or they want you to be their exact uh, replica, which that's not actually you as an educator. I'm so sorry educators should want to educate not create slaves of the mind so i just can say that it was related to topics that to this day people will actually get so insulting to each other but the difference when you're a functional adult even at a young age is that you would never dream of insulting someone because the minute that you would is the minute that you have no actual possibility to claim that you know how to lead anything because you will have done something that is equal to, you know, you're insulting someone out loud. Like, what is that? And when I found out that there are actually politicians who throw chairs at each other and I forget which videos they were showing me, it reminded me of when I met these lawyers and I found out that they did cocaine. And this was me as an 18-year-old who had chosen to maybe do law. And I thought, I will respect the law because if I'm going to be a lawyer, I must embody that being a lawyer, right? So when I heard about these politicians, I was like, what? But by that time, I was old enough to understand that people don't do what they do because they embody what their role is. They just choose it based on what it looks like. In fact, lawyer, doctor, politicians, so many different roles, teachers, they don't do what they do because they embody what they're meant to be doing. That's though because they don't have a self-awareness. So they're not self-actualized. This is an achievement that they have to hang on their wall so that mommy and daddy can basically give them the thumbs of approval or society. So they're all adaptive children, which will get riled up in any type of debate because that's what a adaptive child they need to prove they're right it's all about them they get to their two-year-old their rigid mind cognitive dissonance confirmation bias you name it so when i heard about these politicians i was like okay but again for me when i learned as a kid what a leader meant it's still today the same thing as it meant to me and it's a person who actually is wise equanimous knows how to stay calm, knows how to use their words, does not in any way, shape, or form insult 
in any way, shape, or form. I curse on our episodes because that's how I get my passion across at times, and that's also when Kali sometimes comes into mix. But you can better bet that if I'm in front of a group, I will do my best to remember what I learned in speech class. And some people would say, well, that's a performance. Well, hello, dude. Did you think that we would not know that, of course? And this is the part that always gets me. It's like if I'm home and I'm doing something, so if I have my podcast, I have a right to treat my content in whatever way I want. Although some will beg to differ about that. But that's exactly why, you know, potato, potato, and the only ones who are making actually a deal about any of this are always going to be the adaptive children because they just can't accept the gray. They just can't accept that we will know consistency in a specific way and it involves what is called equanimity so when you are in specific states you will know what you must do when you are in your own home in your own flow with your own community you're going to be at home in your own flow presenting is going to require a modality because you don't have friendliness with those and here's where it's like when Sadhguru got asked about the uh, thing that happened with Will Smith. He said, if I'm your friend and I know I can say, fuck you, that's good. But if I'm not, then I need to remember this. And that made sense to me. And that will make sense to any adult. If you and I are in an intimate relationship until I know otherwise, meaning if we're friends, I'm going to think I can be authentic, transparent and not formal. The minute that you want to present to me that there has to be a formality is the minute that then we are strangers. And in that moment, I will learn how to respect that, for example. So creating home means that we can be ourselves and be passionate. Creating formality is a must because we all will have learned about how you actually do perform in a situation where you're in a speaking And if you're talking about opinions, it's not about performance, but it's about respecting and trying to have a dialogue. Dialogue can only happen if two people are grown-ups and or more, and that does not involve insulting. So performance in a way that is of adult is not the same as performance by those who hide and mask themselves behind a lot of other things. You will always note who's performing, by the way, because their body will breathe it through every pore that they will ever have. And this is where, in time, those of us who are 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, from pink tainted glasses, we learn to try and ensure we maintain more and more of those dark tainted glasses so that we can pick up on the correct language that we may use. The only people who see through it are the same people who we will gladly voice more of our thoughts with and who, if Conscious adults, as I've been shown in time, will engage very interestingly in different types of conversations. The ones who are adaptive children, they will not engage with a person like I. They will shut it down because they don't know how to actually engage in an open conversation. They're not curious. They're actually defensive. There's a difference when our loved ones want to talk to us and when they're trying to maintain their safety because they actually don't want to talk to us. So those are what our dark tainted glasses are for. And the people who pick it up and want to talk with the pink tainted glasses, that's why they present. They see what's behind the scenes and they're curious 
and they will tease and have fun with you and that's the most amazing part the ones who they don't they don't say anything at all they stay within their mind and they make up stories and you will not know any different meaning a person who's not a mystic those of us who are we we will know we will know because we know about things that people don't know we know and we won't actually share by the way because here's where we don't have to prove anything if you enjoy our company and we enjoy yours then we're going to keep mingling and tingling and that's all we need to know about each other is that we accept each other with our flaws and imperfections so whatever's hiding behind the scenes it's not a big deal because nobody needs to know everything about everyone and really it's your choice to share with each other the aspects of vulnerability so when people want to be funny together we're funny when people want to be silent together we're silent and we get to keep growing those relationships in the most loving and fun ways because that's what grown-ups and that's what the 5d group does so i look forward to hearing from you have a wonderful day